Fellas, welcome everybody. Welcome. This is Jordan. We got Morgan. More guns. Jamal. Hello. You're abandoning the guns. Do you want to be more guns from now on? In all reference to you? Here's the thing. No. I don't. Yeah, what's the thing? Just at the this at the open the opening. Well, I don't know. It just feels like I deserve more pizzazz than I'm being given. But I ca- I called myself Jordan. Yeah, you did. I don't deserve more pizzazz. You though. don't. Okay. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Are we doing all right? <laughs> we're doing well. Yeah, we're recording this on a Monday. <laughs> Monday Bring energy. That Monday. That Monday momentum. Whose fault? Jamal's fault. My fault. Yeah, Jamal um, had explosive diarrhea yesterday, <laughs> so we weren't able to record unless we wanted to do. It was crummy in my tummy. I mean, Jamal has gone on toilet during pods before, but we've decided not to do it yeah. the full, the full way. The full yeah. way. Yeah. Well, I would have had to move my laptop in there and everything, and I would have picked up on Mike. It would have been bad. All right. Um, I want to get into this topic about a, a topic that I know Morgan will enjoy. Let's get into it. It's uh, it's about USPS spying. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't yeah, know this what? is a thing, but apparently, <laughs> I <laughs> apparently, for, from the get go, since we moved into this house. No, I got out of the apartment too. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so apparently for years now. <laughs> You're exaggerating this so much. Morgan has been getting (laughs) notifications emailed directly with photographic proof of all pieces of mail that come into USPS. Not all pieces. Dude, that's so weird. God is real. I learned about this this week. Nicole is like talking about this, the same thing that's happening to her. She's like, yeah, I don't know if I signed up for this or what, but I always get emails now of the people fucking have taken a picture of whatever's in the mailbox and send it to <laughs> it us. It goes through the scanner. Here's what happens. It's called USPS informed delivery. And when they send it through the sorter, it gets all sorted and it gets like scanned. Sometimes an image gets scanned. It's actually quite rare that it's correct or even like <laughs> taken a photo of. It gets sent to you, an email sent to you of here's what to expect in your mail today. And I delete them always immediately. And I'd never given it any thought until Jordan <laughs> took extreme offense this weekend. Well, you that. obviously look at them because the way I found out about it is because Morgan is like, hey, your W-2's here. And I was like, how do you know that? I was like, oh, you checked the mail. And she goes, no, I haven't checked it yet. I go, what do you mean? she's she's like i get notifications that tell me what's in our mail and i was just like what yeah first of all why would usps be sending pictures of mail that doesn't belong to morgan to morgan's email address how come i don't get these emails i mean i obviously didn't sign up for it but it's like my name is on this i didn't know this existed you know like it's crazy that you and you and i jordan found out about this service in the same week that's fucking crazy it's very crazy I had no idea this was a thing i'm blown away by it i um, mean i don't know what he'd like me to do here's the thing i i honestly don't care in general mm-hmm. but it's just when say i wanted to buy you a gift this is ne- you keep harping on this gift thing mm, gift. it's never in first of all 
this is zero amounts different. It's actually less than if I were to check the mail because usually there's no photo. It's only on pieces of mail. Sometimes I get a tracking number for packages, but I never like do deep research to find like, where is this from? I mean, it's just like, it's so. I know, but I'm just saying theoretically, okay. you could see that a package is coming. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I would there is no package. For you. Because I went and snuck and grabbed it before you could see it, it existed. <laughs> Here's the thing is, I wouldn't even make that connection because I'm not comparing the emails to reality. But theoretically, I'm saying theoretically, one could. All right, fine. So I'm just saying, it's a little weird. Okay. Okay. And then I'm like, it's weird. So you're telling me you get everything, every piece of junk mail, everything. And she's like, yeah, every, (laughs) every single thing. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I mean, so that's a thing. I guess you're upset about it. I don't know. I'm not upset. <laughs> now that I know it exists, now I could try and circumvent. Luckily, most things like from Amazon or whatever don't go through USPS. So right. That, but I mean, yeah. even if it did, what would I be seeing? You, well, nothing because you guys don't check your fucking front door. <laughs> but that's the thing. If it's something I ordered, then I would know to check the front door. If someone that's sends true. me something and it ends up it's on our front door, then Morgan's the not getting notifications. Stolen. We're not getting emails. Nothing's <laughs> happened. The original sender needs to let us know because that shit is freezing out on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, been lo- we've been watching lots of movies. Lots of movies. <laughs> Keeping the streak alive. And we also have a brand new side table trifecta yeah in our fucking living room i wouldn't pick that up i have i have a um audio recorded trip of me (laughs) going to go get it there's not much to hear (laughs) but i could play it for you guys as i promised it last week if you guys would like to hear it yeah okay so this is me walking into the furniture store i i didn't know if cindy would be there or not as i was walking in because she called me on uh sunday letting me know that it was in but it was already closed, and this was like, I don't know if she'll also work Monday morning when I was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I go walking in, and here we go. Good, how are you? Um, so my side table came in? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm so excited. Cool. Let me get you a loadout sheet. Oh, that's Okay, let me just say, so she's there. Yeah. That's her. Let me just get all this. (laughs) She does a little laugh there, which I was happy with. She didn't do a a whole Mm -hmm. lot of that, but the sound is obviously shit. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's par for the course. And obviously, our mouths are muffled. We're we're wearing masks. And uh, (laughs) and there's like eight people behind the counter with her doing nothing, like employees. So, and they're all t- chatting and stuff, so there's a lot of crosstalk. Ah. Exactly. But. He didn't tell me what kind of assembly it is. It can't be that bad. Yeah, I don't think it will be. And you don't have your invoice with you, do you? No, I don't. I have. Okay, make sure that's by your phone number. Okay, not there. Come on, print. 
near the front? There it goes. Her and the relationship with the printer. Maybe, <laughs> or do you need to go pick this up? No. Okay, you just kind of drive around the building. Okay. And you'll see two garage doors go past that because that's going to be the mattress store. Okay. And the next one will have three garage doors and then it'll have a set of stairs going up to <laughs> a little door. Okay. If one of the garage doors is open, just go ahead and buzz the door and he'll come. Okay. And then just give him this and he'll load you all up. All right, cool. Uh, thank you for coming. Just thank insane you. A fucking maze. <laughs> I don't, so here's the thing. Afterward, I was so happy I recorded it because I played it back to hear how to get to this place to pick it up. I was like, wait, let me hear, listen to her instructions again here. Oh, my God. It's oh so my insane. God. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's, you'll see two garage okay. doors. Don't go which, there. Which I didn't because there was a big semi blocking those two garage doors <laughs> that I didn't see until like yeah. I did like a double take. And I was like, oh, those must be the doors she's talking that about. That is fucking funny. But yeah, she does a whole like, where's the printer? But this time she was directly in front of the printer. So it would have been shocking if she didn't hear it. Uh, as opposed to the other time she was two computers over. Right. So it was too quiet. But anyways, there's the trip. Um, I try to Beautiful. record my actual picking up of it, which I did record it, but the guy was silent and didn't give a fuck. So <laughs> he just okay, he just gave it to me, and he set no it down. No assembly required. Oh yeah, zero assembly. I took it right out of the box, ready to go. <laughs> Side table story finito. Isn't that nice? You set you set your expectations higher than they Here's needed the to thing, be. Here's so the thing: is you it, got it the, lower? It's comprised of two. Even if there was assembly required, which I assured Jordan there would not be, it is. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, it's a metal L. (laughs) It's a metal piece, a metal L, and then a wood slab sits on top of it. So, like, there are only two pieces that this whole thing is made of. Yeah. Yeah. No mention of assembly needed to be had at all. It could have came completely. I mean,. Unless I had to weld the thing into the L shape. Right. I, I, anything would have been fine. Yes. But yeah, how you doing, Jamal? I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, uh, like 15 minutes before we started the pod, I was uh, playing with uh, Baby Miles, and we were running laps back and forth like uh, uh, in the living room and doing uh, different uh, f- funny things or whatever and, and, and jumping around and stuff. And I, I went for the, I like to commit to the bit, you know, and I went and I did like a slide, like a, like a, like I'm a fucking Yankee or something. And, uh, I just had, now I have this big, uh, rug burn on the side of my oh foot. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got to be careful with those athletic feats, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, that does bring up a yeah. question that we've been asking in this house for many days now. So Jamal sent us a video in which Miles is answering some type of, responding to some type of prompt. Sure. And the response is mm-hmm. Harry Potter, New York, the moon, and planet, planet Earth. Earth. Now, right. I've been racking, because the real conundrum comes in to link Harry Potter and New York really are the challenging sure. components here. And right. so I'm wondering if you have any input that could resolve this. So so question. Morgan was wanting to know, yeah, what question was asked, and I gave her a couple examples, but then I told her 
you know, Miles is probably just sort of stream of conscious saying things that he, maybe he likes, maybe just, you know, mm-hmm. talking to like fill the air. Like, yeah, hey, I'm saying words, you yeah. know, <laughs> like, here's, yeah. like here's interesting thing. Yeah. Like I, the idea, like Morgan was coming up with legitimate questions. Like what was one of the examples? Like, right. like could it be like Thing things that... in the sky? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did Jamal ask him what are things in the sky? I'm like, how does New York, or no, you said, New York is the only one that doesn't fit with that or something. Yeah. And then yeah, I, said, I, I maybe don't think it's things. I don't that, think he was thinking that cleverly about. Maybe it's things that <laughs> have <laughs> or have had humans in them. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't think he'd be fucking like, first of all, how does Harry Potter fit that? In Harry movie? Potter is a movie that has humans in it. Um, okay. I mean, Harry Potter is the character's name. It's not the name of any. It's one the movie. name of the movies though. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Jabal, if you have any light to to give Morgan here, now is the time. I, well, first of all, so I didn't take the video. Danica took the video, okay, and she sent it to me. I was asleep when this happened, but if I my one hundred percent, I can almost say with one almost one hundred percent certainty that this was stream of consciousness. Oh my god! <laughs> this was, yeah, it was I, just no. him just saying shit that he likes to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's disappointing to hear. Because my my assumption is Danica <laughs> throws the filter on the funny filter to give him a funny face, and then it's like, mm-hmm. come on, Miles, like say, like talk, like do, like whatever, yeah. like put on a show. And so yeah. Miles is just like random, <laughs> New York, Harry Potter, yeah. <laughs> the moon, <laughs> and planet Earth, and then more, and then just really put Morgan in a, in a tizzy over here, All right? With what the possible and the face he makes at the be. end, he sort of dips his head it's down terrifying. and gives this like look. Well, that look is actually there's uh, it's from a movie called uh, Abominable, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess th- there's a scene in the movie. Is that where, Channing Tatum? I have no idea. Yeah. But there's a scene in the in the movie <laughs> where um, someone asks one character asks another character, "Hey, how many girlfriends do you have?" <laughs> or how many girlfriends have you had, or something like that. And then the other character makes that face that Miles makes. Have you ever dated a girl from Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and so now that's a thing. We'll ask, "Hey Miles, how many girlfriends do you have?" And he'll do that face, that like oh, dip nice. his head down and give you that like those those <laughs> those whatever those are, fuck eyes or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chatty Tatum is not so, in this movie. Okay. It is uh, Sarah Paulson, Eddie Izzard. Okay, there's a uh, quite a few Asian cast members they don't recognize. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is is there, is there a bunch of Asian people in this movie? I've, I don't know. Oh, you've never seen it? I've only seen bits and pieces of of the film. Yeah. Oh, it looks like the main cast is Asian. It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like the characters themselves are like little Asian kids, right? Yeah. Okay. What is the movie I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Yeah. But not Bigfoot. Not the one. Not Beef the easy. one. Not that claymation one by those Wallace and Gromit fags, but the like missing, the missing link. The missing. Oh yeah, is it Bigfoot? That's then? the Zach Galifianakis. Here, let me look up. I'm gonna look up Channing Tatum's filmography here. <laughs> okay, because I could have swore he was in an animated movie with a yeah, he is with a Sasquatch of some sort in it. Smallfoot. Oh, <laughs> Smallfoot. Foot. He plays Amigo, which I don't know. Amigos. I guess maybe that's the name of the main thing. That's the name of the name. Something Miles has been uh, uh, doing. So it's a quote from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. 
And I say, uh, Michael Jordan, Al Capone, Woody Woodpecker, Fred Flintstone. Okay. And that's something that me and the, the kids will, would all sing. something we did over the summer. And then Miles loves saying it. But when Miles says it, he says, Uncle Jordan, Al Capone, <laughs> Woody Woodpecker, Fred Flintstone. It's <laughs> oh, pretty sweet. Yeah, I feel like I've I've gotten quite the like uh, I don't know mythological status with Miles. Or right? Something. Yeah, I think you do. Yeah, he like doesn't know me at all. And you're then... like synonymous with Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that I that is uh, probably thanks to you. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like it or not, but there's a lot to live up to. <laughs> sure. <laughs> What does he know about me? <laughs> you're, he knows. He knows that you're uh, his his auntie Morgan. Okay. And, uh, what else are you teaching him? Do you think if you showed he... him a picture of Morgan that he'd be able to say that's Auntie Morgan? No. Yeah, for sure. What? That's yeah. Exciting. I show him pictures of you guys all the time. Oh, that's cool. Thrilling. And I ask him, "Who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" I do it with all, with a lot of the family. Uncle James. He's not a good, he's not as good with black people. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. I'm like, who's that? He's like, Uncle Miguel? <laughs> no, but. Speaking of kind of black, we watched that Tiger documentary on HBO. Oh, Tiger Woods. Yeah. What did you think of that? Have you heard about this? Jamal? Oh, Tiger Woods. Uh, no. Bless you. I've been sneezing crazy. Yeah, dust. All we are. Mm. <laughs> this Tiger Woods documentary, it's shot like it's a Me Too doc, you know? Yeah. Oh. It, like it's similar to R. Kelly or Michael Jackson's situation because the guy got a DUI. <laughs> but like... Uh, <laughs> well, no. I mean, he got accused of having many girlfriends or well, whatever I mean, he that was, is. I, I don't, I don't know, know. He's not accused. <laughs> yeah. it's not, it wasn't on trial. It's, right. He got caught by right. his wife. Yeah. Having affairs. Many an affair. <laughs> but, and then he does the whole, like, you know, apologize thing when it's, and people are like, oh, racists, I guess you mm-hmm. could say, who run these old school golf organizations who are like, he's really let us down and all. <laughs> and then you have some people with sense being the talking heads during these interviews being like, yeah, it's none of their business. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really right. isn't. Like his mom and his wife and his kids can be <laughs> yeah. disappointed at him. But to have but, the golf association. Yeah, anybody like... who's a fan of his or whatever, <laughs> yeah. or like just in the golf world, it's none of their fucking business. Right. Right. Totally agree. But I thought going in, it was going to be like the last dance level. Like right. the last dance, we're going mm-hmm. all into the greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Showing how great he is. So I'm thinking, Tiger Woods, we're going to go get into the greatest golfer of all time, see how amazing. And obviously, you know, there's controversial shit that he, that's happened sure. to him. But for the most part, I thought it was going to hit on how good of a golfer this motherfucker is. Right. Which they do. It's really not done well. Yeah. It doesn't like. I have to agree with you. It's not a golf movie. Whereas The Last Dance is like. Basketball. It's a basketball movie. Like you're yeah. watching like. Right. You feel the tension of the games themselves, whereas there's none of that in this fucking time. Yeah, they, they're showing dope shots and they're kind of talking about them, but they're not building up like, look at where he's ranking with all the other people. Yeah, the stakes aren't there. They're not like showing like, they tell you like how many he's won and like yeah. 
how he's, but it's most about like how his relationship with his dad and how his dad forced him to golf all his fucking life (laughs) since he was fucking six months old. (laughs) And then like, it's like just this insane level of like no childhood kid None. Who, who is just a golfing machine. Yeah. Who's and been who's been literally created by his father to be the best golfer. The Messiah of golf. And mm. so in that sense, I was a little disappointed. And but the biggest thing that that docks this documentary for me, docks it down, yeah. is uh that they don't talk with Tiger Woods. Well, it seems like it's done behind mm-hmm. his back. It is. I I actually was going to bring that up huh. as as kind of the main thing. It's like, why are we interviewing? First of all, his first girlfriend's last name is Parr, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> and that then is sweet. I feel like there was another one too. Masters it, was like a name <laughs> yeah, <of> yeah. <laughs> but to have his first girlfriend's last name be Parr is just perfect, and. Yeah, they're like they have all these girls and like people he doesn't talk to anymore. Yeah, it's all people that are like not part of his life anymore. Right. That have stories and stuff about him who are at one point close with him, but like I feel like there there's been a falling out. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, it just feels like what the fuck? Like I I get it. Like you don't want a fucking complete biased documentary of him talking about himself which people accuse The Last Dance of being like, "Oh, Michael Jordan produced it. He's not going to tell you all the dirty diesel details it's like i don't care yeah it's like i want to hear this story <laughs> right. this is the story that everyone's been waiting for and now we want to hear it <laughs> yeah like so i don't know yeah so i guess i just wanted more of like golf. i wanted to walk away being like tiger woods oh, let me figure shit. let me do some more research about the golf and how because i don't really have that much interest in it you know mm-hmm. whereas like when i watched the formula one documentary now i'm looking at all this formula one stuff like i don't know nothing about it but i'm yeah. like trying to educate myself of the sport i didn't really have any of that with golf i mean i guess mm-hmm. I, I know how the rules of golf work but I, I other than tiger woods and like jack nicholson jack nicholson <laughs> i don't know anything about it so. <laughs> emails throw it emails. over to the emails what do we got so we I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh come out with it so last week we got an email saying to go on to the next, like do this and then share it for the next pod because it's going to take some time. And that was listing Michael Jackson's songs. And I was like, we could do that right now. Well, I said do that it. actually. Yeah. 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 We it was Morgan's pre-pod. idea. And then. <laughs> I just want to be clear that I wasn't like, I'm not reading you the emails and you're making the definitive decision there. Now I oh, realize yeah. I sound like a cunt, but you know. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. To be, cl- <laughs> to be clear, to be clear, Morgan read the email ahead of time, but I don't, I don't want to see the emails. I want to get them on the spot. But Morgan assured me that we'd be able to do it on the spot. Yeah. And so then she told me it was Michael Jackson's top songs. And we, so we did that on the spot. However, we had another email that was not a fucking do homework and then come Correct. back thing. But she told me what it was, so I got it ahead of time because she's like, this is going to require some homework. Yeah. So we did the homework, and now go ahead and and read us what the email is. Okay. It is entitled, Animation or Real Life? Hi, Reed Fellows. In a movie or TV show, what restaurant would you want to eat at, and what would you eat? Here are some examples. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I don't want to hear examples. (laughs) Great. 
Because I because I understand already. All right. <laughs> but, but I don't want. Yeah, I don't totally get it, and I don't want it to take one of mine. Exactly. Same. Okay. But save the examples for the end in case we don't list Perfect. them, or if we do. Yeah, we'll see if there's. Yeah, they we'll line see up. if they line up. Oh, I doubt it. But okay. Okay. Who <laughs> <laughs> should we alternate between us? Like just like you list one, then I go. I and have, you... I have uh, three. You have three. How many do you have, Morgan? One. Yeah. Shit! I should have thought more about this. Okay, I'll go first because I, I think I have more than all of you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, first, I mean, the obvious choice for me was I, I really want to get a basket of that Los Poyos Armanos chicken from Breaking Bad. Okay. So, That's my number one. Oh, wow. it's just so, I mean, I just want that finger looking good meth chicken, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Yes. I'm always coming back for more. I'm hooked. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take one of yours. <laughs> no, that's okay. I got another one. Dope. <laughs> inspiring morgan right off the bat uh, <laughs> okay jamal you go uh good burger i'm gonna get a good burger from good burger i had the same thing i was like give what me a good hell? burger with oh, that kel sauce i want that kel yes. sauce you know? i want that kel jizz give me that yeah that's definitely i Buckets definitely of, put that i mean that's a strawberry just... milkshake that he's been swimming in please <laughs> hell yeah morgan you're up okay so nothing came to me for a while i kind of i already shared this with jordan but it it was the perfect answer because i always make reference to this um this is not a restaurant so i hope you'll forgive me here but in the land before time they are in search of these leaves that look so delicious they have dew drops on them. <laughs> and so my answer is the leaves in the land before time. <laughs> this is so fucking <laughs> I mean, I honestly you came up with did, are you telling me hold on, you're telling me you came up with one answer and the answer you came up with totally dodges the question itself. Or what answer is leaves? Like, what restaurant would you eat at? And you're like, I want some leaves in a forest in a cartoon. No, no but I just I understand the invention of a restaurant. I understand what Morgan is saying. Because the way they animate it and make it look, it makes yeah, these leaves no, look very appetizing. And like that's how I feel about like a Disney Thanksgiving turkey. I remember know? being a kid and being like, what the fuck does a brother gotta do to get some of these leaves? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just wanted them so bad. Yeah, that reminds me, like in Looney Tunes, like when they like have big T-bone steaks that they like yeah. do, yeah, like throw yeah. to like get dogs that big bulldog off his trail. Bugs, they make it look so good. Yeah, this actually go leads into my my last one. Is uh, I want a Krabby Patty. Give me a Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty's a good one. Krusty Krab. A lot of burgers from Jamal. <laughs> yeah, two. Exact. I do. Have, I, like I, I have another burgers. burger. I have another burger that I wouldn't okay. mind having, but it's funny because this is. I mean, this is a real place, so I could technically get this burger. But I would want that big Kahuna burger with Sprite from Pulp Fiction. Ah, oh. <laughs> the way Samuel Jackson eats that up. I'm like, give me some of that big Kahuna. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Or, I mean, that, or give me a $5 milkshake from that diner that they're eating at. Mm. Yeah. I want that $5 milkshake. There's a pizza I'm picturing very vividly, and I'm assuming it's from TMNT, but I don't know. Okay. No anchovies on it, I'm assuming. (laughs) No, it's like a um, pizza, pepperoni style. Bro, speaking of, side note, speaking of anchovies, I've been thinking about 
those anchovies I had la- last time. <laughs> you mentioned this like every other you pod. <laughs> You've been Dude, thinking about I can't them stop thinking about them. What, what about them? You liked them. I like them a lot. Okay, I'll make you. I have plenty of things with chovies that we can make. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Fresh choves? What are you talking about? That's the ones that Jamal's talking about. Fresh choves. Fresh choves. Yeah, they were fresh. Like, they weren't canned anchovies. The ones on the side of the Caesar salad. That's what I'm talking about. They were, like, freshly caught. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Like, they're not out of, they weren't out of a can. They weren't canned. It was like, okay. somebody went out with a little miniature <laughs> fishing rod. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> deep okay. sea to table that shit for forgeable right. yeah interesting you haven't known that we all got one <laughs> i guess i mean i guess i just assumed <laughs> that they were so it was cooked though right i don't know it could have been like tuna like how you have raw fish you know i don't know what the situation i, just, I need is. to get it again i mean they I'm had confused. they chopped the head off but how do you know yeah. that it wasn't prepared similar to it was probably cooked, ones and but tins. it wasn't like hot. <laughs> so I, I mean, know. I would be down to try them canned. That, see, the thing is, is that was my first experience with eating an anchovy. Okay. I had never had, I mean, I may have had them in things like ground up or chopped up or whatever, and not really, they blended with the meal. But to experience it, my eyes are on this fish, I'm picking <laughs> up this fish, and I'm putting it in my mouth. It's just a salty. Okay? I'm having salty a direct salt. relationship with this item. Uh, that was my first experience. Yeah, I think they're too potent personally yeah but i actually really i i mean that's the thing is like i i couldn't be i couldn't sit back and eat them all day but i wanted more than they gave me yeah Hmm. i can feel that it's really when they when they talk about it as an ingredient it's a salt component yeah yeah but to your tmnt point Mm -hmm. i mean any i don't think there's a better slice of pizza than the cartoon of teenage mutant ninja turtles when they're eating that pizza that what, would the be pizza, obviously what I'm referring right, to. Right, I'm just saying the real life movie, the pizza in that movie, from my mind's eye, looks disgusting. Yeah, kind of gross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely picturing her. Like they're, what they tried to do was try to take the, they were basing that real life pizza, I feel like, off of the cartoon pizza because the cheese looks like extra gooey. like and like. and Right, but in the movie it just comes off congealed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the cartoon it just looks fucking delicious. The way right. they string that cheese out. And speaking of cheese, mm-hmm. the leaning tower of cheese. But that, does that look appetizing to you? Not at all. Okay. I just thought of it. All right. Um, of course, I, I would not eat it. What is that from? A goofy the, movie. A goofy movie. A Pauly Shore? Yeah. Yeah. So what else do I got is what you guys are asking. Yeah. So El Jefe yes. food truck from Chef. It's the reason why I love cubano sandwiches mm-hmm. so much is because of that movie because mm-hmm. the cubana they make in that i was like oh i have to get a good cubana and now i'm obsessed with cubano sandwiches mm. obsessed. i'm obsessed I, I love them i think they're delicious ratatouille restaurant i yeah, can't remember I thought what it's about called that one too but without remy i thought rat. about that one too I don't but want remy i wouldn't want to eat there because the fucking rats are making the food that's what i'm saying i'm saying get the rats out i'll just eat at the restaurant how it is it's fine right yeah, French restaurant. <laughs> I feel like that's just an obligatory choice. Like, come on, mm-hmm. it's a food movie. It's a great movie. It's mm-hmm. about a restaurant movie. This one is more along the lines, even though it's more edible than Morgan's Leaf choice, but it is along those lines. And that is uh, one of the opening scenes of Aladdin 
he steals a loaf of bread. Oh my god, I know oh, exactly. Yeah. What and when he breaks about. that loaf in half and shares it with that little poor kid, <laughs> yeah, I'm dude. like, give me a bite of that bread. That bread I know, looks so yeah. good. There's something so intense you see the kid about take a those bite? like kid feelings Ooh. of wanting the food. Of yeah. like there's something like I don't know, it's just crazy making. I know exactly which bread you're talking about. Yeah. And like the way he breaks it and the way the kid bites it, it's like I've never experienced that texture <laughs> right but you, i know i'm gonna fucking dig it right you have to boost the peaks of that hungry child in order exactly to really enjoy that exactly <laughs> but like <laughs> fucking okay so this one's not nearly as good but the spaghetti from lady, lady and the, the tramp. tramp i wrote that down as well mm-hmm. you did yeah do you have other ones that you would like to share? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote spaghetti, lady you in the tram. You said you had one answer. I wrote roof pizza, and then I changed it to the, what I assume is the TMNT pizza. Roof pizza. And then I wrote the leaning tower of pizza. <laughs> okay. Nice, nice, nice. I also would like to eat the peanut butter from Peanut Butter Falcon. I would like to eat... Uh, <laughs> how about oh, uh, apples from Goodwill Hunting? Those would be good. How do you like them? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the restaurant that was in Schindler's List. I can't. What was the name of that restaurant in Schindler's I, List? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just fucking around. Oh. They're obviously very hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. They're obviously very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> How about that water in Schindler's List, though? The one that he makes the maid go get for him? No, when he's spraying the cars down. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's some fucking thirsty thirst. Hot water. Yeah. Another boosty peaks situation. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that is some scary shit. To end on a scary note. I have a movie conspiracy theory I want to throw at you guys. Okay, here we go. (laughs) More of a Hollywood conspiracy, okay? Okay. let's, Let's just pose this question. Is Dennis Hopper Owen Wilson's father? I His real look. father. Okay, okay, now get into what is conspiracy about it, though. Get into why, if it's true, okay. it's deep state shit. Okay, okay, okay. So, first off. Oh, my God. It looks just like it. Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson don't really look that much alike. There's an essence there, maybe, but I feel like we're leaning more on half-brothers, yo. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Second of all. Yeah, I mean, one has an crazy nose, so it's hard to like really be the like. Cra- they it's look, the cray nose, look but like, like it's anything. the eyes. It's the way they talk. Yeah. Very similar demeanors, and uh, when I when I looked this up, uh, I, uh, someone had a similar thought, and they were outlining the fact that what's the is a Dennis Hopper movie, uh, Easy Rider. Mm-hmm. So Easy Rider came out in 1969. All right. Okay. So they were filming pre-1969. And then Owen Wilson was born in 1969. Okay? Okay. So maybe Dennis Hopper has a fling during the filming of Easy Rider with uh, Owen Wilson's mom. Boom, you get Owen Wilson. And then you get his brother, Some because I, I assume Luke Wilson is younger. Let's see, how old is Luke Wilson? Born 1971. So she's married already. Do, do we know who their mom is? Let's see. Uh, Laura Wilson is the mom. And their dad? Theoretical. dad is Robert Andrew Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson. It says that Robert Andrew Wilson is his dad, but I don't believe it. I don't buy it. So this is a conspiracy. No, but the, so here's, let's fast forward in this conspiracy for a little bit. Why the cover-up? 
Oh, because she doesn't want to say that she cheated on her husband. Right, but I guess what makes it the leap to a Hollywood conspiracy and not just a parental cover-up? Not wanting to be truthful to their kid. <laughs> what? You, you called it a Hollywood Oh, I didn't, what I meant by Hollywood, it wasn't that like the powers that be in Hollywood are trying to cover it up or something. I'm just saying it has to do with people that are in Hollywood. So the conspiracy Actors. is between two people. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. No, the conspiracy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's Luke Wilson's mom and Dennis Hopper. Is all it is. Yes, yes. Cool. That's all it takes. I kind of, I kind of believe it. Thank you. I mean, had had Easy Rider come out in 1970 or 1968, it would have been completely a bunk theory. But because (laughs) it came out the same year Owen Wilson was born. Then now it's now we got something to talk about. Yeah. Let's give them something to talk about. Cool, Jamal. Thanks for sharing that. How about you're welcome. How about this segment? Let's jump here to what the segment I like to call Morgan Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, <laughs> where I give you okay. four <laughs> movies that have six words in the title. Oh, great. And then Morgan decides whether Love or not it. it's absolutely <laughs> insane that they have six words. Or if it's reasonable. We've already decided that some movies are kind of reasonable that yeah. have six words. So Yeah. It depends, and I'm the judge and jury. (laughs) Here we go. That's right. Number one, so I married an axe murderer. Ridiculous. Okay. Now, okay, here's the next part of this game. Uh, Make the title better. Go. Axe murderer. No. That doesn't give you the, that doesn't give it the. Um, I don't know. I don't want to play this part of the game. (laughs) This is not for me to figure out. This is for the filmmaker to decide. (laughs) <laughs> okay this movie is like 30 years old yeah um i mean i don't know because i i don't really remember the movie would you drop the so and would it be okay without I married the an so? axe murder. just i married an How axe about murder? married an axe murder married to an axe murder <laughs> i don't know i think married that... to a murderer <laughs> so i married a murderer we're getting there I'm just saying, like, everything that you're doing to it is shortening it, sure, <laughs> but it's not making the title better, I don't think. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I'm not, I never said I'd make the titles. I know. I'm, I'm throwing that at you out of the blue. You are. You ready for number two? Yes. We need to talk about Kevin. <sighs> it's a perfect title. <laughs> <laughs> it's an excellent movie title. I don't know what else to say. Perfect amount of words, <laughs> and those words... Happened to be six in length. <laughs> All right. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That's ridiculous. It's Benjamin Button is the name of the movie. A case of age weirdness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the Curious Case of Age. Baby. Of a, of, yeah. Adeline. Reverse Age Baby. I don't know. <laughs> the Age of Adeline. Uh, okay. The last one I got here, the girl with the dragon tattoo. I actually think this is too many letters, but okay. it's become so normal to say. But I remember when I first read it being like, are we for real here? You know? Sure. So you would rather have it be like. Dragon tattoo. The dragon tattoo. <laughs> The dragon the, tattooed girl. That makes it sound like it's all about the dragon tattoo. <laughs> yeah. The dragon tattooed girl. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's, that doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Because you have to say tattooed. Right. <laughs> Tatooine. 
Um, <laughs> speaking of Blake Lively, I haven't seen Age of Adeline, and I should watch it. I'll okay. watch it next. Yeah, that seems like one that you can watch by yourself. Yep. Completest. Yeah. Is that what you say if it's like present tense? I'm tattooing this person. I'm tattooing this person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't talk to you right now. I'm tattooing mm. this person. Tattooing. Nice. <laughs> tattooing. A lot of interesting things happening today, y'all. So many interests. I guess it's time for refellas. R E A D. R E A D. I I am exempt R-E-A-D. this week, so you two get to uh, go ahead and talk about oh your. Oh my books. goodness! Here's the thing: is I read. Um, the Righteous Mind. Nice. I'll tell yeah. you my favorite fact from the book is that in the French coming into the courtroom of, of 1792, the people who wanted to change the, the status quo sat on the left side and the people who wanted it to stay the same sat on the right side and we have used left and right hmm. Ever since the oranges, as Jordan said, oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Those them's the oranges of the words. <laughs> That's fucking funny. What Morgan said, or what I said, the oranges. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> what Morgan said was is actually is very interesting. What you're saying is Thank fucking you. retarded and funny. <laughs> That's what I do. The Speaking oranges. of retarded, Morgan. I think we mentioned this briefly that Morgan hadn't heard of Dirty Diana. Yeah, I really hadn't. So I listened to it. After. I sent it to her, and she's like, "I let she listened to it, and then she goes, yeah, I haven't heard it.' <laughs> yeah, it's not sounding familiar. That's Because I was fully, I was fully expecting her to, as soon as the song started, her right. to be like, "Oh no, I've heard oh yeah. This. yeah, oh big juicy." But no, all brand new sonic sounds coming I know, into I her ear I was so holes. excited. I had a little MJ party by myself. Nice. On and now she's been singing it nonstop. <laughs> So yeah, any any other righteous mind little factoids you want to? No, I think you covered it fairly well. Um, That was my favorite factoid. Review of the book. Oh, I gave it a five out of five. Excellent. I think it's a very good book. I mean, I love uh, Jonathan Haidt. I mean, he is my favorite. Well, I love Yuval, but as far as reading nonfic. Jonathan Haidt is the shit, dude. It's like, what more could you ask for than someone who does a one-page, couple-paragraph in sum at the end of every every fucking chapter? It's like, thank you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could could take or leave it, but I do appreciate that. I do appreciate it, it, but he's also very clear. His organization is impeccable. He's just a very organized writer and i appreciate the shit out of that because i'm not a creative writer myself i tend to lean more towards the lab report style of writing and i think clarity and conciseness and right well i think what really comes through in his writing is there's no sense that he's just trying to give you information that he's learned and he's like let me just compile it into a book so i could sell a book (laughs) you could tell that he really cares about conveying the information in a way that is going to be adopted by the reader. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't care that he's right. He cares that you hear it. Right. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Just, you could tell that he's a very 
He sat Wise down before guy. that and he goes, this is how to best structure this information. Yeah. And then he puts examples where they need to go. But like he knew, I got to start here. He did an outline, what we call in the biz as an outline. Mm. And then he filled that in. Well executed. I love that book. Jamal. I finished East of Eden, y'all. Congratulations. I love this book. Once again, I just want to recommend it. It didn't take a dump at the end? No, 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 no. I enjoyed it. Did it did it co- coast in for a nice ending, or did it coast in, <laughs> or did the ending like you were like, oh hell yeah, satisfied. I mean, it, it just it it it, it coasts <laughs> in, it coasts in, you know, it c- 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 coasts in, it coasts in, yeah. Uh, but that's <laughs> but I was fine with that, and that's sort of how I expected it. There's no there was nothing that was being set up. Like if he had done like a what the fuck ending, I think it would have been that much more impressive because it didn't feel like there were things that were being dominoes that were being set up. But that's what it would have made it that much more dope <laughs> if it had been like, holy fuck, there you know, I didn't realize that those were dominoes. Basically, it was it was what it, which I wouldn't expect necessarily from anyone. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying is why the ending that it does have doesn't bother me or anything. Cool. Is it your number one book of all time now? No, my number one book of all time. From again, I have a very limited library, but is is still Ant Kind. I I can't get over Ant Kind, and I'm gonna reread it probably this year. Word up! Thank you guys. Uh, let's see what Megan is wondering. Ooh. Hey, read fellas. I was at the dog park today, and a Rottweiler walked by me—a big, huge Rottweiler—and it was so cute. But <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, oh. I know that they don't have tails, but we do that to them, right? Like, obviously, they're born with tails. And then you go when they're little, and people take them to the vet, and then they get docked. And then I wondered, what on earth do you think they do with dog tails that they chop off? And I have no idea. I assume that they cremate them, but (laughs) I hope to God they don't just, like, fucking throw away puppy tails. Like, it's such a gross thought. But I have no idea. No one that I have asked knows, and I didn't Google it yet, clearly. But I was wondering, what do you think they do with dog tails that they chop off? Ugh. My first thought would have never <laughs> been they cremate them. <laughs> Duck tails. Um, that's a show. Duck they sure I is. assume they're repurposed they put it- for for sexual pleasure. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would just uh, have assumed that they just put it in some biohazard waste and throw that yeah, shit away. that's kind of what I mm. thought. Too. I mean, un- unless there was some science experiment you could do with the tish- this tissue from it or whatever, mm-hmm. if there's some useful need for that. But other yeah, than that. I think it goes in with the surgery waste. Yeah, surgery waste. Why do they do that? Is it like is it like a circumcision as far, like as far as the actual utility of doing that? Like it's just tradition or what i have no idea i can't so i had a english an old english sheepdog when i was it was my first dog my first pet and that did not have a tail and i go what the fuck is this that you're bringing me this dog with no (laughs) tail and i asked the question and i and i have no idea what my dad told me i assume it's just a tradition thing it's fucking weird but i'm pretty sure he gave me some sort of explanation he probably said they just don't have them this one doesn't have one 
Yeah. Enjoy your puppy. <laughs> like I get it. Like sometimes you declaw them. Sometimes you want to take their fucking bark box off out because you know that's mm. scratching a, and that's annoying loud noise. We had a dog. But next what is to the us. tail doing to you? Like, don't get a dog though. Yeah, but you I know? mean the. Oh breeders... no, I don't want. I don't think you should do that to dogs. But I'm saying I can see why you would want to alter the dog to the make it more pleasant for do you. It. You know, yeah, it's for sure. It's not like you get the dog and then you take it to get his tail chopped off. Or like they do it like I think with pit bulls where they like shape their ear, they cut their ears to make them pointy yeah. like that. It's fucking, what are you doing? We had a dog next door that had its bark box taken out and Jesus Christ. I can't tell if it's worse or, if, I mean, first of all, the thing never clearly needed to have the thing taken out because it's constantly barking and you can still hear it. It's just sounds sadder. raspy. It's just sadder. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, God. dude. <laughs> it's so insane. I hated walking by that fucking house. Yikes. Yeah, hide that torture from me. <laughs> I mean, I don't like dogs, but I don't think you should fucking mutilate them, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. We're all on the same page here as far as mutilating dogs. Yeah. I'm just saying, as far as coming up with the reason why you would want to take a tail off of it, I can't think of the... The detriment that I mean, the tail it does, added. Uh, it doesn't hit things off your fucking table. Doesn't hit things off your table. <laughs> it's a real thing. That's a t- Have you ever been hit really by only a great apply Dane to like tail? Great Danes, maybe. Yeah. Great Dane tails are dangerous. Okay, but what about a Rottweiler's tail? Yeah, I don't know. Are they? Are do they have tails? Aren't they just curly, like a little curly balls on the, on their ass? I mean, they have the nub where their tail has been chopped off. All of them? Yes. All Rottweilers. Yeah, it's a breed specific thing. But, so you've never, so there's never been a tail on a Rottweiler. I'm sure there has. No, no, okay, but you say chopped off. You're making it seem like they're born and then they chop the tail off. Yeah. So if they, I mean, I would assume that is because the tail is life threatening to them if they leave it. No. Why is that breed specific? I don't know. I don't understand the politics of dogs. And neither do I. But yeah. old English sheepdogs, you do that too also. That's hence my story. Yeah, no, I, I, so I guess It's a tradition just... thing. You're saying it's breed specific in a tradition sense. Like, yeah. this is just what we do to this breed. These are the dogs that you cut the tails off of. Rottweilers. Like bulldogs? Do, is that a bit bulldogs just not have tails because they're all scrunchy bulldogs. fucking flat face? Or do you chop the tails off of those too? Bulldogs have tails. Don't they have little curly yeah. ones? Like, I'm trying to picture if like, these dogs are do they have nubs or do they have little curls you know <laughs> is it a completed right but tail? i feel like when you see a nub like that i feel like isn't that post chop yeah 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 when it's a nub that's what i'm saying but With rottweilers do not like have, have nubs little rottweilers have nubs yeah i know so rottweiler nub what i'm saying is in my mind's eye trying to picture if the dog has a tail mm-hmm. obviously it has not much of a tail a bulldog but is it a nub or is it a, a bulldog? tight curl? It's a it's a tail. It's a tight curl. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh that yeah, tight. yeah, it yeah. Does yeah. curl it's like, like this? Yeah. Half moon. Half moon. Yeah. Do I gotta see a picture of this shit. It's more like a yeah. pig. It's not a. It's not like a pig. Oh no! It looks like a poop. <laughs> no, see this one. I'm looking at. It looks like this is surgical. It looks like what you do to a belly button. It does. It looks like poop. <laughs> oh, but now I'm looking at one. This is like a baby bulldog. It just looks like like a dick, like a soft dick, you know, an uncircumcised dick. 
But do, so do you still think it's a nub or do you think that's a completed tail? No, I think the ones you're looking at where it's really short because I'm looking at one that's fairly long. But it might just be because it's a puppy and maybe it stays roughly the same size. But that doesn't make sense because the rest of the fucking <laughs> spine gets bigger. But this tail is fairly long. It's like at least half the length of its uh, of its fucking legs. Whereas other ones, it's like this itty bitty fucking thing. I think those are nubs. Right. I mean, this is just like, I, I guess I'm so conf- confused. First of all, dogs in general is is a topic of conversation that I know very little about. I'm very yeah. not well versed in dog. Same. Uh, but the idea that there's no Rottweilers out there that have tails. Well, of course there are. I told you there most certainly is. It's just not common. I mean, when I type in Rottweiler, the first picture that pops up. Has a tail? Has a tail, yeah. yeah. I just did the same thing, yeah. That's funny. But then every picture after, oh, not everyone. I guess it's like 50-50 on these pictures. But yeah, no, there's quite a few that have tails. Okay. Okay, so it's just for some fucking weird sadistic reason. Mm -hmm. People cut tails off their dog because they think that's what they're supposed to look like. Yeah. All right. But to answer Megan's question, like, like yeah, I was like, this isn't waste. even Megan's question. Megan doesn't give a fuck. She's saying, where do they go? What do you do with the tail after you've hacked it off the body? I mean, you might be able to make a cool necklace out of them mm. and shove it up your veg. Yeah, gross. So I don't know, Jamal. What do you got? <laughs> uh, I want to say a rest in peace, Larry King. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, rest in peace. Um, Saka souffle. Saka souffle. He's taken a. He's taken what he, he refers to as a dirt nap. Iron. Um, it's pronounced iron. iron. It's iron. <laughs> it's iron. Lou Lou Gehring is the uh, what, the iron horse of baseball. Baseball. Lou Gehrig. Is that right? What? I'm lost. Lou Gehrig. Yeah, Lou Gehrig. Oh, I thought you said Gary. The iron horse of of no Lou Gehrig. <laughs> As in Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, I get you. Did he have that? So rest in peace, Larry <laughs> King, the the goat. Guat guat guat. The goat of what? <laughs> the goat, the greatest of all time at interviewing folks ever that ever has ever been. Okay, I disagree. I mean, to each their own. <laughs> better than Johnny Carson. Better than fucking David Letterman. The goat of what? <laughs> better than the the fucking hot ones guy. I think the hot ones guy is better than Larry King. But teach their own. <laughs> right, you know what they say? Speak ill of the dead, Jordan. I'm just I'm just you know being honest. No, I know, and I agree with no, you. No, I, I, obviously I think he's uh, he had a great fucking. He had a great. Uh, he had a good he, run. He had a great run. I mean, he probably should have retired, but he obviously loved probably. doing obviously what he did. Obviously, his Sufle. best material has been after he should have retired. Right, but unintentionally, Beth. I know, but he brought joy to millions. That's true. Yeah, he shouldn't have retired. Yeah, he loved it, and he didn't give a shit that people were making fun of him. He's a, he's a, he's a, he was a dope man, and he'll be he'll be sorely missed. Jamal has a photo of him looking like Larry King. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, I look. I have a like a, <laughs> combed my hair back when I had hair. That's an old podcast pick. Um, I saw the movie. I didn't see this since I was a kid, but I watched it with with the, with, with the kids. Uh, Robots. Okay, Robin Williams with uh, Robin Williams. I don't Williams. think I've ever seen this. I mean, it's not. If you had to guess how many animated movies Robin Williams has been in, <laughs> what would your guess be? Mine is ten. Uh, that's a lot. I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna go eight. Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> you well, I can only off. think. I can only think of three. 
Okay, let's go around. Let's go around Robin. Okay, can I go first? Aladdin. <laughs> okay, Jamal, you go. You're up. <laughs> Robots. <laughs> uh, Fern Gully. Oh, those are my I three. Realize that I was gonna be. Those are my three. One. I don't know. I don't have one. So are you out? You guys are out. I'm out. Okay, everyone's out. hero. What's that? It's a fucking Christopher Reeves movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's hero. I think he's uncredited, uh, but he's definitely a voice. That doesn't count. <laughs> Can't prove it. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's all I have off the top of my head, but I know I'm pretty There you go. A, See, a big one. He always only been in three. <laughs> he was fucking right. Yeah, because I don't think he did any of the sequels, the Aladdin sequels or anything. No. Like that. But if I look it up, like I didn't say I could come up with 10. I just thought maybe he probably has 10. But go ahead, robots. You like it? <laughs> it's 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 no, not really. It's a it's mostly slapstick stuff that's happening, and it's like I don't give a fuck. Like there's zero consequences. These are these are pixels. You know what I mean? That's not funny. Uh, but it's a kids movie, so I, it's fine. And then I saw, and I want. I really I'm curious as to what, whether or not you guys have seen this. I watched Nanette. Oh, we've seen it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't, I don't think it's funny. Yeah. We saw it a grip tasing ago. <laughs> I think it's, I think she starts to get all like serious and I'm like, this is weird, but whatever. Yeah, it's not funny. And I think three separate, uh, see, the, here's the thing. I just want to come out the gate by saying she can do whatever she's doing. Like that's, you want to call it less of a comedy special. You want to call it more of a special which is something that happens, and I think it's the most apt thing that happens in the trailer for the special, <laughs> is it goes, a Netflix comedy special, and then the, the comedy disappears, <laughs> and it just goes special. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, that's a, that's that's for sure. At least it's accurate. And I, I was like, I think that's fine. You want to do that. You want to have, uh, you want to tell more of a story or something. Instead, <clears throat> have it more be like a one-man show, or a one, one person. Um, one they-them show. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I think that's that's totally fine. But even looking at it from that lens, well, let me go back to the comedy lens for a second. It's not funny. It's not very funny. Like, and and I don't. And I want to say that it's not like I was offended. That that's what it seems like it's going for. Is like let's offend the men. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I agree with some of her points. I'm glad that you weren't offended. It's just, <laughs> it's just that they're not <laughs> particularly funny. And she mentions a few times throughout the special that she's really funny and that she's really good at comedy. I do remember that. I'm like, I've yet to see it. <laughs> I have yet you've you've not proved. Like, that is. I can't sort think of, of another ugly. comic who does that. Yeah, most great comedians don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Most, and mo- and comedians that do do that, like Dave Chappelle, will be like, "I told you I'm dope. Like I'm dope. I write jokes backwards. Like I'm so good at it." But he follows it up by doing something hilarious. <laughs> like he proves it to you. Like he he matches it. No, here's, so rule of thumb: never do that. <laughs> right. Unless, unless you're Dave Chappelle. Unless you're, Dave Sh- unless you're one of one. <laughs> you know, it's like you have right. you have to have reached a level where it's like you're obviously, undisputably a genius at what you're doing. Right. So it's like. He's even funny it's a transcendent when thing. he's doing that. Like Right, right. And that's almost what I'm saying is like I agree with the one of one argument, but it's like even if you aren't, like like don't do it, but like if you are gonna do it, prove it. <laughs> like do funny shit. You know? Uh, yeah, you better have the fucking yeah. jokes to back it up. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which she doesn't. Yeah. At least not in this special. I haven't seen Douglas, but uh, this one is it's not. So then, but then it goes. Yeah, you know, there's a, just like some points that she makes. I some of them I you know I can agree with or whatever that's fine some of them i disagree with like she calls out woody allen and i just disagree i you know, looked at the evidence and i just disagree with her claim against woody allen i i, I think her claim bag. against picasso is picasso. so retarded it's so remember. retarded it's so dumb she's like she just goes on to this rant about how why do we still praise picasso because he i don't know was a womanizer or something like oh that's odd. It, it's so retarded it's so like even if he was like this whole I mean I've already gone I've yeah. gone into this before the argument of let's cancel people who did bad things let's pretend like it's their work fun isn't to do bad good things. you're not going to get people on your side if you if they have to drop the art right to drop right. the person sure don't fucking condone behavior but don't fucking pretend like the art's not good when it's been acclaimed you know it's like you're right yeah. it's a part and of you're history. full of shit. Yeah, and it becomes very apparent because she first she trashes the art itself, like oh, like it's not even that great, and then it spirals into her like uh, <laughs> moral issue with him, and it's like okay, this is really where it's coming from. <laughs> like, exactly, this is, <laughs> it's like, yours is okay. your issue, this not the art, you know. Um, but it's no, like, oh, you're a comedy <laughs> savant and you're an art savant. You know all about art too. Yeah, you're the fucking yeah. you're the judge and jury over here, yeah. like Morgan of with the six name title. <laughs> yeah, and Robin Williams did do his voice in Aladdin three. Okay, and he did. Oh he's the voice God. in Happy Feet and Happy Feet sequel. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Nice. Okay, but I'm 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 still close. Flubber. Mm. Lots of animation in there. <laughs> yeah, I think we're closer yeah, I don't to my guess of eight. Yeah, it doesn't get. He's not doing a voice. I get it. I think I win. I think Morgan is the closest. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Woo. But yeah, Nanette sucks. Yeah. Well, then I also want to say that. So let's get we can get off the whole the train of uh, the things I disagree with as far as points that were made or whatever the Picasso point the Woody Allen point. Um, it would be dope if I disagreed and there were funny jokes. I love that. I love when right. that happens. That would be fine. That would be fine. But she's like crying while she's saying it. <laughs> yeah, because well, then then this is the probably the the touchiest subject is when she goes into what happened to her. You know. The the, yeah. the the rape. I don't even really remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she they said that she was raped. It, yeah, multiple times, different different occasions. I think different people even. Um, and this had happened to her really? at different points in her life, and she ends it by saying like, "This is my story and all this stuff." And 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 I I want to say this. I want to preface by saying that as a human being to another human being, that's awful. I think that's that's fucking horrendous that that would have happened to this human being. And she has every right to be upset, and all this, and all of them, all of it, right? Not, my issue isn't with that at all. Of course, my issue is with the fact that I'm supposed to then walk away thinking that that was a really good story that she told. Right. Because the way she does right. it is, she just rattles them off at the very end. This happened. This happened. This happened. This happened. And then that's the end. And I just want people to know my story. It's like it would have been cool if you had made it an interesting. Like this isn't like it's like that versus like. And not to use a man's example here, but Mike Birbiglia is my my boyfriend's or my girlfriend's boyfriend. Like that's a mm-hmm. good story, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I mean, it doesn't end with him being raped, but you know what I mean? Like, and there's humor throughout. Exactly, which helps. it's funny. Exactly, it's a show. <laughs> it's an actual show, and this was not. 
that. It's not a show. It's like, I got a microphone, and I'm going to whine about it. Like, yeah, and like it made me wonder, and even more so when she kept saying that, you know, she's really funny and good at the, she kept saying, I'm good at the comedy, pretty good at the comedy. Yeah. My issue is, like... <laughs> You're just making me more and more skeptical. <laughs> like you're, like, I'm sitting here, like I'm sitting here, wondering how you got here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, I don't know the history of her as far as like her career. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. to come in as a newcomer, not knowing anything about her, she came out of the blue. Out of the blue <laughs> for me. Blue. Yeah, she comes out of the gate not being funny, really. And then, but telling me all of her accolades. And also trashing comedy itself. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Who are you? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like most of the comedians that I end up really liking, I like them because even if I have never seen them before, they're making me laugh, you know? Yeah. They're not yeah. telling me that, oh, they're famous and they've been doing this for a little bit of time and they're really <laughs> good at it. Like trying to like plead their case with fucking... N- no jokes <laughs> it's like yeah what are we doing yeah exactly it's super whack i'm glad you spent the time to watch that yeah well it was the pressure was put on they were gonna uh you know nicole oh, we're gonna watch it they were invited me and i was like i'm good i'm gonna read a read my book but uh i felt like like I don't want it to seem like I'm not watching it because I'm not like afraid of the challenging material or something. So that I made time <laughs> the next night, <laughs> you know, because that was the okay. vibes I was felt like was being thrown at me. Afraid uh, of the challenging material, right? Like as a man, you know. And so I was oh. like, okay, okay, all right, you win. And cool. so I watched it, and I was like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> this is, this is uh, very good. Okay, um, so we have we're gonna do Morgan's top what, eight. eight. Morgan's top eight. Top eight. MySpace. And <laughs> it's Morgan's space. <laughs> so <laughs> I assume you have more stuff to talk about too, Jamal. Movie wise. Yeah, I have, I have one more movie to mention. Well, you go. You you do your last movie. Okay. Okay. So after having watched Nanette and and. The, I was looking into some of her claims, the Picasso claim, the the Woody Allen claim. It re-sparked me wanting to be like, before I just get all like, I had the righteous mind in mind, you know? My initial pullback to her being like, accusing Woody Allen of being a shitty guy or whatever, and having knowing how I already felt about Woody Allen, I was like, am I just, am I wrong? Even though I already know the story. <laughs> So I just I ended up re-looking into it for myself because a lot of it is what I had looked up a long time ago slash what you had told me, Jordan, after you read Apropos of Nothing and the research that you had done. (laughs) Uh, Huh? It's Apropos and I just made fun of you. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Apropos. (laughs) Apropos of nothing. Uh, What would be the plural of an apropos? I don't think there is one. Yeah, appropriates. (laughs) It's not a word, I don't think. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, apropri of of nothing, a proppy, aproprizzle. Anyways, so I started giving mad aproprops. Oh, apropi, yeah, apropi, apropi. Give me that dash slash of apropi. 
Holy fuck. Um, so anyways, I started doing my own research on on, on Woody. We don't there. have apple pie. We have <laughs> cherry pie. It's apple pie and nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, them's the oranges. Uh, so anyways, I started doing my own deep dive on, on Woody. And uh, was like, yep. That's that's what I thought. <laughs> this is crazy. Um and I feel really bad for the guy that this is and I feel like he's handled it with a lot of grace <laughs> given the circumstances. But then so anyways, I rewatched Manhattan. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's so dope. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Where does it rank on your Woody Allen movies? Uh it's hard to uh I probably would say Annie Hall is better, but it, it's it, it's hard. I don't know. I think it's third. It's my third favorite. I thought I had. What do you put? What do you put above it? Annie Hall and what? Take a guess. Midnight in Paris. That's four. Oh. Um. Uh. Match point. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah and her sisters. No, but that's Hannah and her sisters might be fifth. I still haven't seen that. It's great. The Purple Rose of Cairo. Nope. No. Um. Fuck. You guys give up. It's one I've seen, yeah? Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Not Wonder Wheel. No. <laughs> <laughs> irrational Man. Nope. An Irrational Man. Um, crimes and Misdemeanors. It's uh, Blue Jasmine is my second oh. favorite. Ah, Blue Jasmine. I need to rewatch that. I totally forgot. It's fucking so good. Outer. Only surpassed by Annie Hall, I feel. So, Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan, it's a great movie, and it's a, it's would be considered maybe his most uh, uh, politically uh, incorrect because of the the relationship in it. Yeah, Woody Allen's character's relationship with a seventeen year old girl, which is actually and this this actually brought me back to the Picasso thing and Nanette. It's just like because the the relationship isn't treated as. And obviously, it was treated as illegal. Like they mentioned that it's like, oh, you know, the cow. What do the cops come in here or whatever? And it's f- funny and whatever. But it's like his friends are all. I mean, granted, he wrote the script, but he co-wrote it. But it, but it's like it seems like fairly like normal, like a normal thing at the time. That's but I happening. think it is legal, huh? I think in New York, the age of consent is seventeen. It went back and forth for a while there, seventeen, yeah, eighteen. But yeah. I think it, in New York it is seventeen. Yeah. So so, but that that especially like, the farther you go back in time, like that's just that's just a that was a there's a societally normal thing. Well, it's not treated as normal in the movie. Like he. Yeah, it, it's treated as like on the it's edge. It's treated of as like, like all is... right, what am I really doing here? It's not like yeah. they're like this is just my normal relationship. But not morally. Right. It, they're doing that because it's like, why would you want to be with someone so young? Right. You guys don't, what do you talk about? Yeah. You know, it's, it's right. Sort of that. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's what I'm saying is like, it's not just glossed over that it's just super normal. It's like, it's like their relationship piece of it is. Right. It's gossip worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But still not. No one thinks that she is in danger. Yeah, I guess right. is my point. Right, and uh, and so this goes back to the the Picasso thing because the claim that uh, Hannah Gatsby makes is that Picasso, when he was in his forties, uh, had sex with a 
17-year-old girl. Or he, wait, she didn't even say that. She says had sex with a girl, and they met when she was 17. So it almost is like it's, she's like <laughs> throwing the 17 number out there, but it's like they probably fucked when she was 18. Uh, right. The and way how, she went around how it. long ago was that? Exactly. And so I looked it up. I was like, I looked up uh, his age, and I think this was back in the uh, – this must have been in the – <laughs> no, uh, I'll look it up again because I don't. I don't want to get it wrong. It's like early 1900s. It was. It, it was. Oh, I remember what it was. It was in the 1920s. It was the 1920s. Yeah, yeah, midnight in Paris, midnight in Paris era. Um. Okay, that's fairly re- more recent than I was actually initially thinking. But I mean, unfortunately, truly, the further I mean, it really is a continuum. Like Jamal said, yeah. the further you go back. Unfortunately, uh, women just got pregnant when they started their periods, and that was just the way that life propagated for a very right. Long I mean, time. in East of Eden, it starts <laughs> at the, the turn of the ninth or the turn of the twentieth century. So, like eighteen hundreds, going nineteen hundreds, and you have like people who are getting married when they're fifteen to like yeah. 30, 40 year old dudes. Like it was that was <laughs> fairly was a, normal. It was not a that fertility issue. Have right. as many kids as you can, right? And start right away because they very don't long. all live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And the point um, is, it's great that that's not the case anymore. It's great, right? But it yes. was normal back then. So stop fucking retroactively yeah. being like these are bad people when they were doing exactly. what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And my another point to this is that she contradicts herself. Hannah, Hannah Gatsby does when she says um, that she's making the point about Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. That Van Gogh, speaking of Manhattan, uh, that's what Diane Keaton's character calls him, uh-huh. Van Gogh. Um, uh-huh. God is real. Van Gogh. This, it's, it, but it's in the realm of a different rant where she's talking about Van Gogh. You know, artists, you know, shouldn't medicate because, you know, their pain and the depression they live in, like, that's what makes their art so good and all this stuff. And someone said that to her. Like, if we didn't have Van Gogh, if Van Gogh, you know, had medicated, then we wouldn't have the sunflower painting or whatever. And she goes on this whole rant of like, ah. And but part, anyways, a piece of her her rant is that men don't create the zeitgeists they live in. Right? They're just a part of them. And and, and I don't remember what her, the and that's just a quote of what she said. I don't remember what her fucking point was, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but if that is true which I think it is, then you can't be mad at Picasso because it was in the zeitgeist, to, you know, for men to do that, for men to have relationships with younger women. Not that it was the main thing they did, but it wasn't frowned upon. It was it, many men were doing that. And so it's just, it doesn't make many any fucking men. sense. Yeah, she wants to fucking have her cake and eat her rape too. So that's yeah. what she wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Morgan's top eight. Top eight. Top eight. Yeah. I'm excited. Here we go. We 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 watched a uh, a quite the range, but also I feel like quite uh uh what do you call it when you shoot or right in the bullseye or right around grouped the group the grouping of the bullets grouping. Am I on to something here? Sure. I feel like some of these movies, the grouping of these bullets are very close and hard to rank. So I'm interested to see where more. It was was probably the most challenging list thus far um, to rank. Um, (laughs) Yeah. As opposed to what? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Uh, Number eight is paycheck. (laughs) Now, 
This is not. <laughs> this is obvious. This is the easiest one to write. It's the easiest one. <laughs> this is a Beneflec flick. Okay. Have you heard of this movie? Jamal? It is no. horrible. Jordan saw it twice I in saw it, theaters, okay, and so I year. it was immediately piqued my interest. Right. So this is what happened. <laughs> I just tell Morgan because because it, it's on Prime, and I tell Morgan, <laughs> "Oh, I saw this movie." When I was a, in, a freshman in high school, I saw it twice in theater because the first time I was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. This is before I had taste in music. Mm. Like, sure. in, in movies. <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it's like, you could say I had bad taste, but I just had no taste. No, I get you. It, it was before mm. I delved into I movies. Can, I, I was the yeah. same way. I, I mean, I, I don't hold it against you. Right. I just watched whatever was the, <laughs> yeah. the fucking yeah. fun or funny movie that came out that weekend. I went to the movies all the time, but it was always like some horseshit. The hot chick with yeah. Rob Schneider. You know, bullshit <laughs> right. like that. It's like... <laughs> it's this a, movie is... So I saw it twice in theater. And so I, whack. I tell Morgan that, and then she's like, well, we have to watch it now. We have to watch it. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right. Here we go. And I have, it's been 17 years since I've seen it. <laughs> and I knew, like, on my second viewing of, of the movie, back then, I was like, oh, this movie has holes in it. <laughs> but, so even back then, I was starting to be like, uh. But I did think that the concept was interesting enough to be like, let me go see that again. Okay, mm-hmm. let me give you a summation set, of what the movie the is scene, about. yeah. This guy works for a tech company. He's an engineer. Uh, apparently, he can do all. He doesn't all work for. He's a contractor. He right, that's what him. I meant. That's what I meant. But they, he does these jobs for them, and he gets his memory erased every time he does. To protect their intellectual property, so he has no fucking memory of doing any of the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is gonna be your last job. Uh, we'll take gonna take three years of your life, but then you'll get one big paycheck. And normally his jobs are like two months. Two months around. is the longest. So they're like, seed, it'll yeah. be three years of your life that's wiped, but it'll be the biggest paycheck yeah. you'll ever get, and you'll never need to do another <laughs> one, another job again. And this is like that fucking question, like if you could go on the most wonderful vacation, of <laughs> yeah, your life, but you wouldn't remember <laughs> it, <laughs> would you do it? Except it's the it's the opposite because it's like if you would. If you had to do like three hard, grueling years of work, but then you forget all of it, and then you can go on vacations and remember all the vacations, oh, would you true. do that? That is sort of the inverse. Yeah. yeah. And they're promising eight figures, so. Yeah. It's a pretty dope deal. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we catch up with him at the end of the three years, and he, he some things are afoot. He has sent himself knickknacks in order an envelope with 20 items 20 items. innocuous items as he says and Mm -hmm. basically and has forfeited his shares in the company why would i fucking do do that that? he has no memory of of doing it so the items help him live and escape the bad guys (laughs) is what it does and um so it turns out he when he gets the (laughs) items and he's like why the fuck would i do that that the, the all of a sudden the FBI is going to arrest him and shit. Uh-huh. But these enveloped items <laughs> are somehow magic. Fucking and they're nothing. Paper right. clips, cigarettes, a lighter, like sunglasses, little things. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden a these bullet. items start assisting him, saving his life. Yeah. In the first instance, I actually think this is worth breaking down a little bit because the first instance in which it saves his life is one of the detectives smokes one of the cigarettes and blows it i shit you not into the fire the fire alarm Uh the smoke alarm and then (laughs) like gets a fearful look on his face and starts like batting batting it away 
Anyway, so the fire alarm goes off. And apparently at the FBI headquarters, when a fire alarm goes off, that means make everyone blind, deaf, and dumb so they can't get out of the fucking building. <laughs> like all the doors like <laughs> close. There's red lights start flashing and the room fills with, with smoke. smoke. <laughs> like what kind of fire detector is this? It makes it impossible for you right. to see anything. Unless you have the magic sunglasses. Which he does in the envelope. Which he does in the envelope, nice. which allows uh, you, to see, allows you smoke. to see through the fucking... The this fucking so gay. fire alarm created smoke haze that no one else can see. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is like when you're thinking like, well, how did that fucking help him? It's not that these items could help you out of that situation. What he was working on that he forgot about was a machine that allows you to see the future. Mm-hmm. So his character saw little things because he wasn't able to give himself anything. That would uh, you alert know, the... alert the people that were erasing his memory because he couldn't just like give himself fucking you know a gun a fucking manual of the technology he was <laughs> working gun. on. Yeah. They had they had <laughs> to <laughs> see what he's getting. <laughs> so he could he just saw what little tweaks he could make to give him in this envelope, and then he could view the future to see if it worked. Yeah, you know they don't go into all that, but mm. that's obviously how that works. Is like what little things can I give myself that I would intuitively use. Let me put something in the envelope and see the future and see if that gets me out of the situation. So in that sense, it's believable. What's not believable is that a fire detector would behave that way in the <laughs> FBI headquarters. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So he finally figures out that he himself sent the items and he yeah, he figures out. He figures to out, use them. Yeah, he figures it I, out. I don't know. Like what, what could I have been making? He, he puts it yeah. together that it's a machine seer. that can see the future. So then he believes in the items that he has and then he uses them throughout to, to then go back and destroy the, the machine. Yeah. So he forfeited his shares in the company. So he'd pay attention to these items and go back and destroy this machine because it but turns out if you have a machine it. that can see the future... It'll lead to nuclear war, holocaustic war. But he has to fix the machine before he breaks it, because he wants that to part use is it. So dumb. He wants to use it one last time, <laughs> one last time. He goes on this big tirade about how we shouldn't be able to see the future. When he goes to destroy it, it's right there. He can just destroy it. But he says, "Let's use this bad boy one, one more, more time,", time. <laughs> and then it doesn't work. It's jammed. So he fixes the machine. Yeah. For oh them before destroying. It's yeah. so dumb. He does little beep beep bops on his little beep beep bopper keypad. There's so many little dumb things. When they're wiping his memory, they have a screen <laughs> where they can see his memories. Yeah. And the memories it's are just shot. Scenes from the movie. Yeah. yeah. Th- these memories are directed by fucking John <laughs> Woo as well. It's oh. so stupid. Like you're seeing outside looking in, looking at Ben Affleck. Like that's how we pictured his memory. Like little things like that where it's like, this is so dumb. Boopity beep bops. Yeah. Anyway, this brings me to my question that I had for Jamal because we started asking each other these a little bit last night, and I think they're very fun. If you had your memory erased <laughs> and you didn't know Jordan or I, <laughs> this is such a funny scene of the movie. <laughs> what question <laughs> would you ask to confirm that it was us? So, Ben Affleck, let me give you an example. He grabs oh. this bitch and he goes, what's my favorite baseball team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the secret password question. Oh, my God. What's, so wait, wait, so, this, so this chick is trying to pass herself off as Uma Thurman, who is his girlfriend in, in 
the memories that he has of race. So he has no memory of Uma Thurman, but they fucking do her hair like Uma Thurman and give her contact lenses and try to fool him into thinking that she is Uma. She goes there uh-huh. and eventually he sort of is suspicious of her. So he asks her and she has a fucking earpiece in. So he's, she's getting fed information and he goes, what's my favorite baseball tape? This is the fucking secret password question, <laughs> which it's like, anybody, like the guy feeding her information yeah. could have given he's her like that best answer. friends Easy. with him. Right. And he's a Boston guy, which he always is in every movie. And so yep. it's like, yeah, like Joel, you not knowing this character, what what's your guess? He's from Boston. <laughs> uh he's a, he's a Red Sox fan. There Boom, you got go. it. You passed the test. Boom, Charlotte. You're now yeah. a trusted ally <laughs> in a <his> circle. <laughs> Uh, so the scenario is what exactly? Like you guys have been what partially erased from my memory, and have been replaced as with cyborgs. Yeah, your memory is like completely gone. Plants, and I'm telling you that I am your close friend or okay. brother. But you still have all your. Just say you have all <laughs> brother, of your whatever pers- interchangeable. I guess. <laughs> just say you have all of the the information that you would need to form a personal question about yourself. But you, but mm-hmm. all memory of like who is a trustworthy person to you is gone. <laughs> right, right. But you guys so are telling me, we have a podcast together. We fucking, I'm your brother, man. Come it's on, life man. and death like for that. you. What's the question that you ask to confirm mm. that we are who we say we are? Let me let me think. Something that couldn't couldn't be necessarily be fed through yeah. your fucking earpiece. <laughs> Fuck. What's a, like, write a better line in the script than they had right. all the time in the world to write for this movie. That's my favorite You fucking piece of shit. Uh, I don't know how to phrase this question. I know what the answer is, but I don't know how to phrase the question. Um, what is... This would be for Jordan. This wouldn't necessarily be for for the, the Morgan plant. Although if she did know it, it would be impressive. <laughs> Which I think she probably does, but it's uh, fuck. How do I phrase this? It would be uh, <laughs> who else was there? There was you. There was me. There was Jared, and there were two others. King when Tape. We were filming the OK music video. Oh, King Tape King- and All Time and All Time. Yes, I, I was gonna say both of those, and I did know the answer. There you go. You got it. But King now Tape everyone knows. <laughs> right. So now it's about now it's bunk. I'd have to come up with another one, but. Dope. I just wanted to, yeah, I wanted to throw that at you as a quest. I like it. That was difficult. Yeah. Um, All right, number seven? Number seven, One Night in Miami. Oh, pretty low. Yeah. Pretty low. So we just watched One Night in Miami, the brand new Mm -hmm. movie directed by Regina King, uh, following A Night in Miami with... Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, Ooh. and Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay, yes. Uh, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. Is way better than Ma Raimi's. Yes, agreed. Way better. This thing, <laughs> this movie, it starts off, have you seen it, Jamal? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's primed up. It's going to be an Oscar <laughs> contender for sure. This movie, it starts off okay like the first half of the movie is just okay in my opinion like the mm-hmm. acting seems very actory like it seems like oh, we're playing these like they're 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 writing on the characters themselves like 
I'm Muhammad Ali, so you're interested in me because of that fact, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. I'm, you know, these four fam- very famous people. Yeah. So that feels like I, it was, I was worried for a while that I was just going to be that coasting. But there's a turning point in the movie where it gets, it's not like an obvious turning point, like, oh, but it is, like, I'll just say this. They go on the roof at one point, and everything after this scene that they're on the roof to me, it got very interesting, and I was intrigued, and I was mm. engaged, and their conversations were compelling and interesting, and it the movie won me over. Yeah, at that point, nice. I thought it was I thought it was much better than Ma Raimi's Black Anus, as for, you said. For sure, they eat ice cream, which is exciting. Um, but that's the thing; like that's part of the first half of the movie where it's like they're trying to go for humor in parts, and mm-hmm. like it's not really that funny. No. We have vanilla and vanilla. And the guy who plays Malcolm X, it's just weird because he's nowhere near as good as Denzel Washington. <laughs> but it's, so it's like <laughs> it's hard to see him do this role. But it's at a fucking interesting point in his life and in everyone else's life in that in that foursome. So except for Jim Brown, except for Jim, Jim Brown has the least interesting <laughs> arc, but he's one of the most interesting people to watch. Yeah, like the I actor who plays Jim Brown. Him and then the guy, uh, Leslie Odom Jr., who plays Sam Cooke, and who also plays uh, Aaron Burr. The doge writes me that <laughs> He plays <laughs> Sam Cooke, and he fucking has to sing like Sam Cooke, and he does an excellent job he doing does. that. He's an amazing voice. So Beautiful. Nice. Uh, um, so that's fun. And the most interesting conflict in the movie the is between doge. Malcolm X and Sam Cooke, and then arguing over what's important for a black man to be doing in this day and age. So that part of the movie gets interesting. You done? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, six, Dark Waters. Dark I think One Night in Miami is better than Dark Waters. You do? Yeah. Uh, I It caused us to buy new pans. That's true. Is this, so, is, mean, this a fucking, is this Mark Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. He is the, the justice of do good justice now. Mm-hmm. Always in every movie. Spotlight, Dark Waters. Thank else? you, thank you. He's the Hulk. Uh, so this is about. <laughs> there you go. This is He's about. An Avenger. <laughs> God. This is about uh, Mark Ruffalo is a lawyer. Basically, he starts looking into Dupont Chemical Company. Chemical Company, and because of a farmer, and um, he gets sent all these documents. I don't know, and he starts looking around, and. Um, so basically, Teflon was made during the Manhattan Project, and it is eight chain carbon uh, <laughs> that it was used to waterproof the first tanks. And then after the war, they were like, why don't we fucking put this on cookware? Nonstick pans. <laughs> and that's where you got Teflon. Mm-hmm. And they made raincoats out of it. They put it in carpet. It was the, the nonstick chemical. Toxic. Well, your body actually cannot break down. Uh, C8. Yes, eight-chained carbon. <laughs> um, and so it builds up as poison in your system. And 99% of humans on the planet have C8 in their blood. Which is is a problem for most people because a lot of people have those nonstick pans with Teflon, but the real problem is the people who live by the chemical plant that have runoff Correct. that go into the water that yes. they've been drinking, mm. and they all get cancer and uh, deformed babies and uh, 
high blood pressure or what were the other? Yeah, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then Bucky Bailey is born with one nostril and his eye is a little funky and then he gets it fixed. And it looks then he like, grows hey, you guys, up. Goonies. It looks yeah. just like, hey, you guys. Oh, yeah. 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 Jesus and then he's Christ. Fine sloth? Then. Sloth. Sloth, yeah. Or not, so... not chunk. You're talking about sloth. I'm talking about sloth. <laughs> okay. So you didn't like this movie? No, I thought it was okay, but there's a lot of things about it that I just thought were very tropey mm-hmm. and very like, of course, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the fucking like, uh, here's a common trope. Mm-hmm. There's never once, I think, in a movie been a case where a character before starting their car yeah, we talked about this. thinks that there's a car bomb, uh, you know, wired up to their car and then then the car investigates well that but also that the car bomb actually is there every time someone dies from a car bomb they had no idea that the car bomb was there whenever they Mm -hmm. think that there might be a car bomb Mm -hmm. they always slowly (laughs) put their key into the ignition they don't get out of the car (laughs) they don't check under the hood they leave the car door closed for some reason they fucking Ever slowly. So slowly. And then as they turn the key, they got to close their eyes <laughs> and they're okay. Yeah. It's always how yeah. it happens. If, if they suspect yeah. car bomb beforehand. And then that's how they test it. Trope. It's in this movie. They're like, yeah, am I going to die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I know. It's so up. crazy. Like, what the fuck? Do you think dumb. there's a car bomb in your car? And you're going to And now you're starting. Your Look car. under the hood at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit. It's maddening. Yeah. And then uh, there's other little, like, this is so tiny, but I just notice it in movies a lot. When someone puts a pill in their mouth, like a pill to swallow, <laughs> yeah, this is they'll, funny they'll jerk their it. head back when they swallow. Like, yeah. it's uh-huh. the actor's way of letting you know they swallow. No one just throws their head back when <laughs> yeah. they swallow pills. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? That's real. Mark Ruffalo yeah. does it. You made me lol, laugh out loud when that happened. <laughs> oh, head jerk. <laughs> head jerk. <laughs> Um, I think the more that I see this actor act, um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna anoint her Ham Hathaway. I think I used to think she was good because she's very on screen, you know. <laughs> but she has mm-hmm. a fuck. She's so ha- I, I I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm becoming more picky. Like mm. these are all professional actors, so now you got to become right. more picky within the profession. Sure. And I think yeah. Anne Hathaway is not as good as a lot of other actresses. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So uh, she's Ham Hathaway now in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Ham Hathaway. She just gets too over the top in too many of these things. <laughs> yeah. And early, okay, so early on, Mark Ruffalo comes home like in the middle of the night and he starts like rummaging through their covers to like take out all the, the nonstick pans that they have. And fucking, she comes, she comes down in the middle of the night. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? This is crazy. You can't do, be doing this anymore. You're scaring me. All this stuff. She's like compl- really complaining that he's like, he's working too hard. He's, he's thinking there's a conspiracy going on, all this stuff. <laughs> then like, it must have been like 10 years later yeah. in the movie or whatever. She gets mad at him again because have he's been, he's been spending his entire life working this case. And she's like, this entire time you're doing it, have I ever complained? And I was like, you complained about the pain. <laughs> <laughs> right after the movie was over because oh so here's what happened middle of the movie it's fucking 2001 right in the movie mm-hmm. and they're talking about how teflon on these pans is toxic and all this shit 
And I turned to Morgan and I go, do you think any of the pans that we had, that we've had for a long time, these mm -hmm. nonstick pans have had Teflon? And Morgan was like, I'm for sure have bought these after 2001. And I go, what if this movie like goes, goes further the, into the yeah. future, like all the way to 2011? And then Morgan's like, okay, if that's the case, then sure, it might have Teflon or whatever mm -hmm. in the pans. The movie goes all the way to 2013. fucking 2013. <laughs> and they still haven't like had a settlement. I'm like, fuck these pans. So yeah. we get these pans out. We order yeah. new pans. I'm like, I ain't fucking fucking doing this shit this bullshit <laughs> give yep. me a part of that class action <laughs> uh number five the perks of being a wallflower the perks of being a wallflower this yeah. movie is at first i was intrigued by the darkness of it and then later it gets a little intense um <laughs> <laughs> but like I think there's almost like too much happening. It's like there's the gay drama where people are getting beat the shit out of. Mm -hmm. Then you know you have his whole like his abuse. Yeah, that and, was spoiled. <laughs> you know his <laughs> friend or whatever, and then when it gets to the aunt and the abuse, it's just kind of like, come on. Well, that's that's the main twist right because she's her favorite person anyways this is spoilers but like um <laughs> I, I like the movie i think it does i mean yeah it gets very corny at some time, sappy yeah but i think it hits the notes of being a teenager yeah pretty in that well. way like that's sort of its intention is like you think things matter so much and you think these things are like life and death i don't know it's 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 the whole coming of age angst of being a teenager all rolled up into this high levels of anxiety for this <laughs> one kid but yeah. i mean mm -hmm. emma watson is kind of a dick emma watson because she's like why didn't you ever ask me out it's like you fucking cunt she's a senior he's a freshman yeah and you knew <laughs> that he liked you and you addressed it and you were like you know I like fucking Calvin or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. No, no, she's a cunt. I don't like her. The the fact that he's head over heels in love with her, I'm like, dude, just there's other options out there, whatever. They're in love. But I think also part of that is that I don't really think Emma Watson's that great of an actor either. <laughs> yeah. She's in the Anne Hathaway camp uh -huh. for me. I think she got mm -hmm. famous because of Harry Potter and they had to stick with her. I think she's probably great. She's great in that role. It's been a while since I've seen the Harry Potter <laughs> movies to really judge her again. She's child in the <laughs> earlier ones. But uh, I just, I mean, I'm not like blown away whenever yeah. I see Emma Watson. Yeah. Fucking Kevin, I like. We need to talk <laughs> about Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Kevin. What's his name? Patrick. No. I don't know his real name. Um, I know his real name. Ezra Miller. Hmm. He's a fun guy. I'll enjoy him as an actor. He's over the top at times, but it's fun, whatever. Right. He's mm. But I feel like that's how you behave as a gay high schooler who is out. Sure. I mean, well, that's that's his character is that he's like a fearless, you right. know, like owning it right. sort of gay kid. Yeah. So, so you go you go hard in the paint with the gayness. Right. <laughs> hard in the gay. Dude, me. I'll tell you what, though. My favorite was that Greg is in this movie from... Uh, oh, yeah, from Succession. Succession, yeah. Yeah, he plays a douche there. and an asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was my favorite. I was really excited by that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> I, think when he, I think when he gets high, it actually is kind of funny. 
Yeah. I enjoyed that. Like where he's like, I think you're going to regret the whole like cave shaving your head thing. Yeah. Like he actually does say funny things. Right. No, that's the thing. Like this movie has great scenes and then it has scenes where it's like, it's a little too much and then they throttle it back Uh and then it ends really heavy. But like, I think overall it's an enjoyable movie. It's worth watching. And if you go in like as an adult and being like these fucking idiots, but but you go in with with this sense of like <laughs> this is what it's kind of like to be a teenager in the extreme. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are infinite. But yeah, that guy he's hot and cold the, the we main could character. He be hero mm-hmm. as far as like he's like uh, just for one day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the movie Jamal? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I'm over here just talking out of school. But... <laughs> No, no, they're in school. <laughs> you said the main character is. Hot. He's not like like I'm saying like that scene where he gets high is fun. Yeah, but then there's other scenes where I'm like, is this kid a good actor? And then yeah. there's other scenes where it's like, okay, he's okay, he's getting extreme. Yeah. And then when he has anxiety, it's hard for him to talk to somebody. It gets a little bit weird. the The Paul Rudd character is a little weird because they don't really um, invest much time in their relationship together. Yeah. But he gives him like a hug at the end. I, I get it's like whatever. He took a liking to him, but there was like one piece of advice given. And well, like, he's been giving him books all year. It's a very intimate relationship to give people books. Uh, he's a, he's his English teacher. <laughs> okay, anyways, <laughs> but he's given him one on one books. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like it's like he's like a special thing, but it's that I, it's just it's not a big part of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's had a bigger role in this story. Maybe. In the book. Yeah, maybe. Which I read, but literally have no memory of whatsoever. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's huh. interesting. <laughs> like negative memory I have of it. Oh, or blocked it out. Blocked it out. <laughs> Repressed. Yeah. Number four, Wind River. Wind River. You love Wind you some motherfucking... Uh, Jeremy. Here's the thing. I talked about Reiner. Is that his fucking name? <laughs> Jeremy Renner. We Jeremy Renner. Did you watch the Hurt Locker? Because goddamn, he is so fine in that movie. But I will. It's on my. <laughs> it's on my near list. I will watch it before. Uh, before next pod, hopefully. He's not as attractive in this movie. His wife is hot as fuck in this movie. Yeah. Um. She's. I mean, she's all right. She's very beautiful. She's hotter than Elizabeth Moss, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) She's very beautiful. Jeremy Renner's a little... His face is looking mighty cratery and wrinkled in this movie. (laughs) A little puffy. Yeah. It's a cold... They're cold. Cold He had a a little bit of like, I don't know, some Eskimo chunk going on. (laughs) Yeah. Because he had to blend in with with the, the native people. Right. Um, this is a good movie. <laughs> I it was a rewatch, you know. The it's good. It's good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's a who done it. Pretty crazy. But again, Jeremy Renner's a badass. Wonderland. Yeah. Do you think Jeremy Renner hunts Jamal? And like in real life, does he? Yeah. Hunt? Like. Yeah. Because I was, I was like, did he just get typecast because of Hurt Locker being this military guy? And now uh-huh. all of his movies, he's like fucking 
Hawkeye <laughs> shooting bow and arrow right. and hunting with sniper rifles <laughs> and being the new Jason Bourne. Like he's like he's just right. this guy now. Does he do it in real life or is he just a theater kid and that was his first role and now he's fucked? I think he's a fucking theater kid. I think he might be right. I kind of made this yeah. argument. But that's what makes you a good actor. You can't see behind yeah. the curtain. You think this guy must be doing this because he's so good at what he's doing. Right. Dude. I don't know. I just feel like he's real, you know? He's not fucking Tommy Lee Jones. In the Hurt Locker. <laughs> Same amount of craters, maybe, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for Jordan's like, because he's like, oh, you're hubby or whatever. And I was like, he's not as attractive in this movie. It's the first scene. And, you're, and Jordan goes, why not? And I go, look at him. And he's got this fucking white <laughs> trash <suit>. bag on <laughs> and a fucking, like a, like a camo to the skin hairnet covering thing. And a puffy mm-hmm. face. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do have many a boyfriend now. I, Tom Cruise, the mm-hmm. Indian guy I can never think of. Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. Jeremy mm-hmm. Renner, Casey Affleck, I've added to this list. Nice. It's it's odd because usually I find it's usually the women in movies where I'm like, oh, she's really attractive. Blah, right. Blah. You're like Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Um, but Elizabeth lately I've Moss. really been in a male Great. rut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> great. You're actually attracted to men. <laughs> This is great news for you. So I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) I just feel like it's a much harder thing to be an attractive man. I mean, when you're talking about movie stars, I feel like you're in a category that's easier. Oh, I do. You know, it's so weird because I like Tim, Timmy, Shelly. But he's all, it's also like in a weird way. Like, I feel like he's a child. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have a a maternal affection for him. Maybe. Yeah, but it's like he's super cute, but he's not he's not like a hunky man, you know. He's kind of like a he's like a little elegant face. Mm-hmm. He's womanly. It's like a, it's like in it's like a gender inverse Manhattan scenario. For you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It's like He's 100% an adult by now. He's got to be. Oh, for yeah. sure. But would I actually sleep with Timothy Chalamet? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I would. Okay. I'll let him know. <laughs> there you go, Jordan. Yeah. I'll be um, like, back off, boy. She's these not are, interested. These questions are fine to bring up. <laughs> you know, you, you can talk about whoever is your blunt cunt of late. And mm. I'm happy. I'll tell you about my blunt cunt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three. Flight. Flight. This is a great movie. Good movie. DZ Discovery Zone, Washington. DZ discovery zone it's very good i like it the line at the end where he where he's telling his story and he's like i just could not tell another lie it was as if i had reached my lifetime limit limit of lies that is the fucking truest shit Mm. i mean universally relatable uh to anyone who has had any sort of addiction problem yeah that's a great scene just yeah, just the whole testimony in general is a great scene. Yeah. I mean, fucking Denzel throughout this whole movie is so good. Oh, it's it's it might be the best addict movie that exists. I don't know about that. Show me a better one. Well, I mean, it's a Zemeckis movie, so it's uh, it gets fun and cartoony yeah. at times. So, I mean, 
most entertaining maybe. Yeah. But I don't know about best. I like when he's like, um, <laughs> when fucking his girlfriend comes home and he's drinking in the garage, uh-huh. <laughs> working on the plane. And then, and she like says something about him drinking and he's like, oh, what? Cause like you went to a couple of AA meetings, like now you're the fucking authority on whatever. And then he just starts talking mad shit to her. <laughs> like, oh, cause your mom died. <laughs> like <laughs> lots of people's mom dies. Yeah. They, don't, they, don't, they don't go out shooting heroin after <laughs> their mom dies. Like, oh yeah. Oh no. What he says is like, um. I don't suck dick for fucking <laughs> whatever he says. Yeah. Suck dick for coke or yeah, something. Yeah, he really It was like, holy hell, man. That went from zero to 80 real quick. Yeah, he's a drug. 80. <laughs> 80. <laughs> well, no one has ever, is beating, no one yeah. has ever fucking said that. <laughs> that shit went from zero to 80. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh it is oh, so funny and the fucking co-pilot and his wife dude yeah. praise jesus praise jesus <laughs> they are fucking insane john goodman is uh, excellent obviously john goodman is fucking great always i think even the fucking lawyer is good don Cheadle. yeah yeah i'd say who isn't good the kid who plays his son yeah agree oh my god it's really bad it's he really is bad. Like, he is like TV movie, like, you left me dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's really awful. <laughs> like, get out of my house. Yeah. You upset my mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is so bad. He's very sucks. doing a lot of waving of the head, weaving. Oh, a, my God. Weaving waving and weaving. <laughs> <laughs> Bobbin and Hamming. I enjoyed up. watching mm. this film. It's a great movie. I agree. The whole, I mean, the whole opening, it's not the opening, but like the main sequence of him having to land the plane mm. is fucking so good. It is good. It's intense. Where did you guys watch this? You guys rent this or what? Uh, we rented yeah, it. We, yeah, we rented it. Okay. I I went back and forth on these next two, but I think I like where they lay, where they lie. Okay. Uh, number two. That was flight. That was flight was number three. Number two, Parasite. Ooh, on rewatch. I feel like this jumps up a lot of slots. I need to rewatch this. I've been dying to rewatch this fucking movie. Man. It does jump up many slots on rewatch. Because you were a little, you were a little cold on it. I was. Well, I was like, I just don't like. I, I just didn't. I didn't feel like I got it. You know, like I, I didn't feel the the parasite bug, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and upon rewatch, it's an excellent movie. Yeah. And it's like funny and it's sad and it's crazy and it's It's very different. Scary. It's yeah. like there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. You put it above mother or still below? I don't know. It's- upon rewatch for me, I think it's below mother. I think mother's better. Hmm. To to be honest, upon rewatch, I didn't think Parasite was as good. Really? Yeah. I mean, I th- mm. I still think it's very good, mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of things about it that I was just a little bit like, would we have let this slide had it been in American movie situations? Like some of the dialogue where it's like, sure, it might not be a one-to-one translation that we're reading here, but the intent mm. of it feels a little weird for interactions. Just how like 
how naive and dumb the mom is yeah. of the house, I feel like would come off very like we wouldn't buy it as much if it was an sure. American family. I think uh, there's a lot of like get away with it Asian stuff uh-huh. happening, like foreign mm. get away with. <laughs> okay, foreign right. get away with. Yeah. Foreign get away with. I know what you mean though. Like you let it slide because you're like, I don't know the culture. Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe that's exactly. How they are. But it's like, come on, like if I'm really gonna hold it to the standard of like the like great movies and stuff like there are things in this movie where it's like this is fucking over the top yeah (laughs) yeah but i feel like a lot of the movie is over the top intentionally it is is. Mm -hmm. but there's certain things like him seeing the dad yeah smell the guy and that triggering him to be so mad that he stabs him in the chest with a knife I'm like, this is so ridiculous. That would never happen. <laughs> it's not happening. Right. But it's the chaos unraveling and his daughter's just been hurt. Right. And... Exactly. That's where his focus would be 100%. He wouldn't yeah. notice and be so offended by him smelling the guy mm-hmm. that he would stab him in the chest in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a ridiculous way to end. I, I don't buy it at all. I think it's it whatever. It is a little cray. Yeah, you might think, oh, it's so crazy. It's like, no, I just, I just don't buy it. If sure. it's American, you don't buy it. Okay. Right. So that's where I'm. That's where I'm at with that scene. So you hate this movie? I don't hate it because <laughs> the majority of the ride is fun. Yeah. I love that she fucking when they're wrestling with the with the maid, mm-hmm. with the old maid. Yeah. That the fucking daughter runs into the fridge and grabs a whole fucking sack <laughs> of peaches and just yeah. dumps the peaches on her because she's allergic. Rubs it on, rubs her, it on face. her face. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> That's a great scene. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying there's a little there's a little bit where I'm just like this isn't this no, isn't flying in America, but you guys are letting it slide cuz of your foreign. It's a foreign getaway. I can see that. <laughs> um number 1, I watched this by myself. Right, but I've seen it recently so I allowed it to be Um out of the I watched Gone Baby Gone for the first time. Casey Affleck, new husband of the week. It's a great movie. It's so good. It's super good. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should watch this. You haven't seen Gone Baby Gone? Nope. Okay. Now I feel like I can't say anything. Now we can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it's a great movie. Husband of the Week, Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck, Creepy Uncle of the Yo, Week. The, the poster for <laughs> Gone Baby Gone, it looks like the poster for Gone Girl. <laughs> Same thing. fucking funny. They so both had a Gone movie. Funny. Ben Affleck yeah. directed Gone Baby Gone as his directional debut. And I oh. and I think it's his best movie. But yeah, thank you, Morgan, for ranking that list. Do you disagree? With the order? Yes. Um, yeah. I put Dark Water below One Night in Miami. Mm-hmm. I think One Night in Miami. What was above that? No, what was above Dark Water? Oh, Perks. Um, I put One Night in Miami above Perks. Okay. Um, I'd put Perks. We could leave Perks there. <laughs> and then Flight... Where does Wind River fall? Above flight. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. That actually, maybe, I don't know. I, I could go I, back and forth on that. I do not agree. Well, because Wind River ha- doesn't really have any flaws, in my opinion, mm. as far as like the acting is all punched. I mean, some of the Native American acting I get is a little, but none of it is on level of like his son in, in flight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my son. <laughs> Burr, but I don't sir. know. I I, I, could, I could go back and forth. Flight is more entertaining overall, 
but Wind River just has like a great moments and mm-hmm. intensity that that is great. And then I guess I go Parasite, Gone Baby Gone. Did I forget one? Uh, no. Yeah, no. So yeah, I think you fucking nailed it pretty much. Nice. Nice. That's all I got. Thank you everybody for listening. This has been episode one eighteen of Read Fellas. Quit talking. Oh, we talk about the uh, po- the podcast pick. Don't quit talking. <laughs> we got a podcast pick for y'all. <laughs> Fucking. I was hoping you'd let re- you'd remind me because it's your podcast pick that you took. That's right. Yeah. Um, go ahead and explain what's happening here. So in the podcast pick here, we got a picture. This is a Donkey Kong. Okay, like you've never seen him before. Some of you may <laughs> have seen him before in this state. There was a Donkey Kong animated tv show back in the i don't even know when the fuck this was the mid 90s maybe and what's happening <laughs> in this picture is we see we see donkey kong he's frowning his belly is bigger than it than it usually is much bigger i'd say uh-huh. five to six times larger than it usually is uh-huh. and his the top of his head is shaved okay he's bald on the top of his head uh-huh. and he has a fucking rot a rottweiler tail for a fucking head. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes are closed. Anyways, this picture of him is just fucking funny in general. But the the uh, plot of this episode is Donkey Kong is hanging out with Diddy Kong, and Donkey Kong wants to hang out with this other gorilla chick. Her name's Candy. And Candy is like, he wants to be Candy's boyfriend. And Candy is really... Uh, She's a real sexy ape, you know. Like this is uh-huh. this is. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little too sexy for this children's show. Yeah, she's a skank. The for sex sure. appeal is very. Yeah, 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 for sure. So anyway, so she comes over, and you could just they establish that Donkey Kong's got it bad for Candy, and so King K. Rule, the villain, the 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 <laughs> is he a, he's a, he must be a crocodile. Yeah, and he discovers this connection, this 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 fondness that that DK has for candy, okay? And uh he 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 makes a perfect robot copy of candy, okay? There's a whole scene where her head is like separate from her body and she's talking. It's like again, this is like weird for a kid show. And then like they put the head on and she's like her the plan is is I don't remember how they figured this out either. But it's in some book or something, but they find out that if you shave off the top of Donkey Kong's head, he's also, he has super strength, Donkey Kong, okay? Yeah. But if you shave off the top of his head, like the, the hair on the top of his head, he loses his strength, okay? And so okay. the whole thing is that Candy goes and shaves off the top of his, I'm going to give you a haircut. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but she, she shaves off the top of his head. And then, so now he loses his strength, so King K. Rool can go attack fucking Cranky Kong, you know? (laughs) And then Diddy Kong is like, we got to get you your hair back. So he takes him to a fucking (laughs) banana field. He's like, eat as many bananas as you can so you can grow your hair back really fast. (laughs) None of it makes any fucking sense. Dude, I want to smoke whatever the guys who wrote this. I mean, can you imagine the writing room? Of like, yeah, we're making this Donkey Kong show bad. Like, <laughs> let's fucking play. Let's just fucking do the most weirdest shit. Because they had that made-for-TV CGI back in the day, where it's just like, yep, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, you could see where the the 
I don't know where the joints are in the in the in the animations, right. and that they're dragging and dropping their arms up and down. Right. I mean, it's just fucking child's play animation. This is on Amazon Prime. If you guys want to give it a give it a, a one episode watch or something, it's, why is he it's why a, is he big gutted with his eyes closed in this picture? It's because he's just eaten more bananas than he There's could so possibly handle. Oh, so he's about trying to, to grow his hair, his hair back, and it literally is like. <laughs> He, he's just he's defeated because he hasn't grown his fucking hair back yet. <laughs> he's fucking... And then Diddy Kong is like, "You gotta eat another one," and he gives him one more, and then he grows his hair back. Dude, he's gonna take the biggest shit. This fucking—I mean, just to give you a sense of the CGI level, there's no hair on his body. Like, I'm not talk, talking about his hair, his head. I'm talking about his whole body. Like, this is yeah. just plastic looking. You know? Yeah. Not only that. Yeah. I mean, all they did for his eyes is they just took his regular Circles. white eyes and then they just like paint filled them brown yeah. like they did yeah. for for his <laughs> eyelids. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what they did. It's like the shit. And look at the change. background. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's just like he's in a, he's in a he's in a banana jungle. Okay. Yeah. And then that belly man is just like. Not symmetrical. Oh, let's use the warp. Let's use the warp tool <laughs> and just <laughs> blow it out a little bit. Like you can see almost like where the the draw the brush strokes are. This actually might be a really fun job. Right. It's, does it doesn't look hard to do. Right. No. Like, no. Like it looks like they are having fucking fun at this place. Oh yeah. At this banana jungle. Yeah. Somebody found the warp tool and that seated the the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody is like somebody's like hey check this out and he showed his co-worker a picture of ducky gog with a white head like white little fucking hershey kiss on top of his head and he's like oh we gotta work that in <laughs> yeah. yeah all right was, all right it was a joy and a half all right thanks for sharing jamal that is a podcast pick um and that is our episode so uh quit talking put butter on that shit bye Stay hydrated.